0: Bitcoin crossing the $14,000 mark, cryptocurrency surpassing 15,000 for the first time ever. Now it looks like we may hit the 17,000 mark. Yo
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome oh back to another God. episode. Dead. All right what are we got going on these days, Fred?
0: Where are we at? Let's see. Um, so I'm looking at the one day candles for Bitcoin here and it looks like we've recently just hit the 0.62FIb retracement level. Um, and there was a strong support below this level, uh, also around 7,000. We bottomed out around 7,600 ish USD.
1: Yep. So pretty much this all week, um, as everyone knows, we had a big market crash slash correction and everything went down by like 30%, 40%. There was a lot of blood in the streets.
0: Yeah. So if, you, if you're if you looking at the charts, though, um, because we had such a big run, like late November-ish, it kind of seems like the drop is deeper than it is. It's farther back. But in terms of like where we're at price level, if I'm just looking at Bitcoin as like a reference, we're around the same price right now as when Bitcoin was late November. So we're talking like two months here.
1: Right. So and- in the... Right, and like I see, we're gonna say in grand scheme of things, we're still way higher than, say, we were a year ago.
0: Yeah, the, the classic like, um, statement I see from people in crypto when they're talking, when they're uh, getting reference from outside crypto people, they're like, oh, look at this crash, like I told you so, all that shit, and then all we have to say is like, oh yeah, damn, I lost forty percent, I'm only up like eight hundred percent now.
1: Yep, and then like that brings up another thing. Um, There are a lot of people who got in in the December timeframe. So this was their first big crash and they're probably down at the moment. But we've been through this before where we had our first crash and then we're close to being negative or if not negative. But you just got to be patient and think in the long term. um, Things will come back up.
0: Yeah, if we're talking Bitcoin specifically, then Bitcoins went through multiple versions of these like whatever you want to call it crashes corrections i'm talking more than like 30 percent it's been through this probably maybe like six times i don't know the exact number but um if you look back in the history you can see in the charts that it's dipped uh multiple times and it's just rebounded higher each time and that's kind of what causes like that's what allows it to grow even more
1: Right, it's a healthy correction. You don't want things to just keep going up and up and up without any corrections.
0: Right. Hypothetically, let's say when Bitcoin hit the top at 20,000, right? And then it didn't go down and it just kept going up. Then in the back of everyone's mind, people would just be thinking like, "Oh, it, it like this can't go on. Like it has to go down at some point, right? right?" So that that's like not a good thing to be thinking in the back of your head. But now now that we had this like healthy correction, then we can expect the next bull run coming up.
1: Yep. And uh, the other thing I was thinking about is the smart money, you know, all the big players who have the funds to cause this much of a correction and the bull run that we had back in December.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's Uh like, um, there's a good analogy that someone brought up uh, that it's important to kind of look at or understand. So, Obviously when in a market there's two sides of the equation. There's like the buy side and the sell side. So you have to wonder during these this like downturn when people are like panic selling, especially the weak hands and new people, who's on the other side buying what you're selling? It's probably the people who are more bullish in the long run, they have more money, yada yada yada.
1: And you wanna switch your you wanna switch your mindset to being a more of a smart money person. You don't want to be buying when things are going up and things are looking good. Mm -hmm. You want to buy when people are scared and there's a bloodbath because you know, everything's basically on, on sale you could put it in.
0: Yeah. And I think like, because you know, timing the market's almost impossible. The best way to do it is kind of dollar cost average. So whenever,
1: um, there's like well, a certain dip if, or whatever. Uh, that's if you actually believe in a certain uh, investment. Because you can't just keep buying this if something keeps dropping. Because um, if it's a you know a bad investment, then... Well, yeah. I've, I mean, I'm not right. trying to tell
0: them that DCA some like shitty coin. or, But right. um, yeah, whatever you be believe in. Good. Yeah, so the main benefit of dollar cost averaging is because you don't know the exact time that the price will you know, go down or the trend might reverse, then you're gonna average it out. So you're not gonna obviously get the biggest gains than if you look back and say like, oh, I put all my money in at like this bottom. But the thing is like looking back, you can see that, but looking ahead, you don't know if this is the bottom. That's where people lose the most money when they try to time like trend reversals.
1: Right, yeah. It's very hard to time the market um, as, as everyone knows. So, just trying to bias things are going down if you have the funds. Um, that's usually a good strategy for something that you believe in in the long term.
0: Yep. Um, as far as like reasonings behind this whole correction or whatever you want to call it, um, I mean, there's a lot of the news definitely fueled to the fire. I'm not sure if it entirely caused it. I have a theory actually that. The whales and the big manipulators of the market, like the people who have a lot of Bitcoin and a lot of whatever coin, they use like good timing and news to help like explain um, like uh, dips and stuff. So obviously they're trying to accumulate more, right? So they want the price to drop at certain times.
1: Right. So it's just, I mean, this is the whole concept of buy low, sell high. And it just depends on whenever we get to that high that they're happy with. And then they start selling off until we hit a specific floor that they're happy with and they start buying back up again.
0: Yeah, because they have to buy in at certain times. Like they can't just buy in all at once because that'll actually affect the price uh, too much at one point. As far as... The big two, Ethereum, Litecoin. Uh, Ethereum was holding pretty strong. It had a pretty big dip uh, yesterday. Went down to like seven thirty ish USD.
1: Yep. Mhm. Yeah, I think that's definitely one of the ones that held the most. And I think Litecoin is the one that's been hit the hardest. Yeah. Since it hit its all time high, I think around four hundred dollars for sure. And. For sure. Um, yesterday morning i think it hit a low of like 101 102
0: yep yeah like charlie lee selling his litecoin definitely did not help it i think for for like before for who knows it might help in the future but
1: right i don't know in my opinion i think litecoin still has a good uh good future so if anything this is a good time to get it um
0: Yep, I think I think at this point still Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin all solid investments. And um so last episode we mentioned GDAX and limit orders. This is an example of what I was saying. So yesterday morning, I think it was like early morning, I was still sleeping before nine AM and stuff. We see these the wicks of these candles, so that's like the very end. Um and for Ethereum it hit seven thirty. And for Bitcoin, it hit like 7,600. And for Litecoin, yep. like you said, it hit a, a 101. But then the orders, once it hit the certain level, it got below a certain point, then the orders started automatically filling and the, the price started rising up. But you would have had to been like aware of this and you would have had to been up. If you had these orders set in, then they would have automatically just went through and you could have got some uh, some cheap steals.
1: And you would have been able to uh, sleep through it while your orders got through. Um, unlike your boyfriend who just stayed asleep.
0: I mean, yeah. But the thing is, like, this is why you have to plan ahead. Because it takes two weeks from someone to say like, to say to wire me money. Then I have to transfer it to my bank. Then I have to tra- use my bank to move it to the Coinbase. And then I have to use Coinbase to move it to GDAX. I mean, that's instant. But then by then, it takes like two well, weeks. Yeah, it's
1: because that's what happens when... You use a bank, it doesn't, dude. All right, let's have... not talk
0: about my bank. I've had, yeah, <laughs> I use an online only bank, and there, I mean, there's a few issues with it. Um, so wait, why uh, we okay, we're not talking about my bank, like, it doesn't matter, <clears throat> but yeah, the big, those are the big three coins. Um, we're already seeing some alts starting to, you know, in the green right now, um, as of Saturday, and Yeah, this could be a trend reversal. We could be at the end of the like this whole bear short bear run, but we don't know for sure yet.
1: It'll keep going for another week.
0: Yeah, it could consolidate a little bit more before we could um this could be a bear trap. I mean a bull trap. So we kind of saw a short trap from early January to like the first week of January. Like if you look at the chart um, for one day candles again, um, Bitcoin went from the 13K to 17K-ish. And then that was a trap. And then it started going down again because the main trend still continued. But yeah, the key thing for, in order to reverse this trend is volume. So just look at the charts, look at the volume. Are we seeing more volume? Cause that's where the real bull run comes in once we have more volume.
1: What are your thoughts on like the combined um, volume of average investors? Do you think they even make a dent in the price? Um, versus like the smart money, you know, like people who have. A yeah, lot I of- mean,
0: you you always like hear the sayings of like the wealthy own, you know, it's like a disproportionate amount, and right. I'm not sure, like if we averaged out all, like every single person's crypto investment and we got a number from that average, I, I like, I have no idea what that would be. What do you think it would be?
1: Well, I'm talking about like the average investors. Um, like, do you think they make an impact on the market at all? Or do you think no? They're always just- I, uh, I,
0: I think they don't really do anything to be honest.
1: Cause I don't yeah, think the like, average, yeah. like
0: I think the average might be less than a thousand.
1: Right, and, um, I and I was thinking about it because, you know, on Reddit and Twitter, social media overall, you always see people saying huddle, huddle, and yet you always see the big swings Right. In yeah, that's
0: what I realized. I think Reddit is, uh, I don't want to say overvalued, but I think people think it has too much of an impact or it has more of an impact than it does. Because, like, who are all most of the people on Reddit? Especially some of these. Right, that's like, your average, right,
1: your average investors. Yeah, and
0: they're also like 17-year-olds and kids who have like $25 in Litecoin and shit, right? So right, obviously so they're going to be like, hold, hold, hold. But, and they might actually do it, but a bunch of those just 17-year-olds holding like $25 worth of Litecoin, like that doesn't do anything. But yeah, that's just my opinion. I could be completely wrong here.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have another conspiracy theory. What are your thoughts on this? Well, let's like, hear it. And um, yeah, I'm thinking so like a lot of the big players, like they were kind of working with the news and, you know, um, those kinds of resources to keep promoting the prices to keep going up. Uh, Cause I mean, you saw this in December, like all the media, like as soon as Bitcoin had 10 K, the media was covering cryptocurrencies like all yep. over the place. Um, and then we had that huge run and then boom, we had like a 54 54- uh, market correction 50 percent is that what it was for bitcoin because we had we got an all-time high of like 830 billion like oh overall for a total market, yeah. and then it went yeah, down something like that it went down to like 370 billion so that's over 50 percent. but what are your thoughts on that on like big players working with the media and all that just to you know keep driving the price yeah higher? so i'm like and then just I don't know. Off. I'm like
0: conflicted in that sense. I Sometimes I think the media is retarded when it comes to, or excuse my language. Sometimes I think the media is stupid when it comes to, like completely ignorant when it comes to crypto. Um, but then sometimes I think that they know more information than it seems like they know. So obviously they could have, you know, depending on who the media uh, player is, they could have, you know, connections and stuff and all that. So it's honestly, it's difficult to say. I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's just a conspiracy theory at the moment.
0: (laughs) Yep. A lot of other news uh, field the fire. Like we were saying, Um, a few big ones, I guess Coincheck was hacked. It's a Japanese exchange for like 500 something million Neem, which are actually refunding actually, by the way, which is pretty good news. What else?
1: Yeah, I think we talked about we? this last time. Yep. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yep.
1: Yeah, and right now, we, um, at least this past week, we had a, sort of like an opposite in, you know, in the price and the technology because the technology, there were actually a lot of genius coming out, and development just keeps going forward. But then the price is just pretty much went all the way down. Remember, just do your
0: research, your own research, and it just – Goes to show like in times like this, um, really look for coins that you believe have solid fundamentals and then you won't really even need to worry about like prices in the short term because like two month period that's considered short
1: term when it comes to investing. And right, unless you're a day traded, um, you should just be thinking long term. So don't even get phased by these. I think in
0: general to start, um, you know, we all enter the market through like one of the big three Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin or a combination. And then from there you start to learn more and then you find other coins you're interested. You start taking portions of those into other coins and then you figure out how you want to diversify. And from there you might set a small portion to like experiment with day trading and stuff, you know, trying to make profits on selling news or buying the rumor, selling the news, stuff like that. And yeah, from there, your goal should just be to increase your stack of, you know, the coins that you like.
1: So when, when do you think we'll get back into a full bull market? Uh, I mean, it's, a. if I had, I mean, I
0: don't even want to guess like maybe, maybe a week, maybe, yeah. maybe a week <laughs> or two, but that's like a maybe only if the, all all you have to do is look on the look at the volume that that's the key indicator right now when the volume starts flowing back in
1: yeah so i don't know just looking at previous markets um for ethereum let's just say um when they hit like an all time high of like 420 back in what was it may mm-hmm. or june um it took a quite a few months for it to break that high again right? like, yeah yeah like, ethereum is, until october
0: yeah sometime. so ethereum had like it had like a double top i think if i remember correctly um but yeah that was when um bitcoin went on a rampage that summer all the alts went down ethereum was kind of like struggling to get past it so yeah it's it's difficult to say in crypto at least you don't want to use past Patterns to dictate future predictions.
1: Yep. Um, but looking at the web and just everything that's going on, it seems like 2018 is going to be a really good year for, for sure. cryptos. Everyone's excited I, I, yeah, about it. Um, we're also still waiting for the big money to get in. Um, Wall Street or just players with a lot of funds. Yeah.
0: A big part of it right now is just like there's a lot of news coming out with regulation and stuff. So that's kind of like what's holding back. I think a lot of big people, once they find, once they clear that uncertainty, like a lot of this money will just come flowing in.
1: Right, and then the technology keeps driving forward. Um, you see it with a lot of uh, cryptos, they just keep saying like, oh, well, you know, we, um, we're we like almost 100% of completing this goal and so yep. on and so forth. exactly. So bro, I'm still optimistic on the crypto market. Uh, after this i'm actually correction. yeah I, i'm at personally i think i'm
0: actually for some reason i don't even know why I'm, I'm more optimistic that after this correction or whatever you want to call it i don't know why but i have like more faith in all my investments in the technology in this whole pr- idea So a nice quick little update i guess that we have
1: yep so don't panic just this think long term the end of um, the, the, end of the and so, I don't know. We'll see. Yep. Just go on, go on, <laughs> live your life. Forget about Black folio or coin market cap or anything else <laughs> that gives you the prices. I guess that's all we have. Um, this episode.
0: Next episode, we might be talking about specific coins. We might do some honorable mentions. We keep saying that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll give. We'll we'll like talk about one coin next week. Or next episode, and we'll like talk a little bit about it at least. I know everyone's all always interested in like specific coins, ICOs, reviews, and like, stuff like that. So right, we'll, everyone's
1: always like, we'll give you something uh, next wh- which week. Which coin should I buy? I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, but, they want, well, they want. Can't everyone- tell you, we're not your financial advisors. Right. Oh, yep. Don't forget that we are not financial advisors. We may talk about a coin we think is has interesting fundamentals, but. We can't tell you to buy that. Yep. Yep. All right. Until next time. Peace.